0: can work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com/slash travel. That's wise.com/slash travel. Thank you to Wise for supporting today's show. This episode of Zero to Travel is brought to you by the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder with seven drive modes. The Pathfinder's available intelligent four x four is built for even the most epic journeys. Learn more at Nissanusa.com. <coughs>
1: With my mom here in rural Norway. And what are we doing right now? On a sleigh ride. One horse open sleigh. Dashing through the Dashing snow. Dashing through the snow in a one horse open sleigh. And it's cold, but good. Yeah. You can hear the beautiful wood. Beautiful night, beautiful moon,
0: creaking wood going over the snow. We're sitting next to a tiki torch, Me too, which adds a little even more ambiance. Oh, don't set your head on fire. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's <I'm> serious nervous
1: <laughs> I'm like serious <laughs> Well we're gonna
0: enjoy the ride oh my gosh
1: Wow it's like we're in a forest uh, we are in a forest beautiful trees with frost on it Look at the moon. not a bad place to spend Christmas oh uh, wow this is this is the music and the yes truly norwegian christmas
0: (laughs) (laughs) when you hear the sounds of the old wooden one horse open sleigh gliding through the forests of rural norway then you know it's time for The Norwegian
2: Christmas Spectacular. Our fifth
0: annual Spectacular. Welcome, my friends. (laughs) Hey there, it's Jason with ZeroToTravel.com. Welcome to a very special show, our fifth annual Norwegian Christmas Spectacular. I'm sitting here in Oslo, Norway. We're in our apartment. I'm with my wife, Dorta. Hi. How are you, Dorta? I'm good. How <laughs> can are you, you? Can you believe we've been doing this for five years? I know.
2: It's a little crazy. I never thought when you first asked me that
0: we would do this Every Christmas, but we are. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wanted to have a Christmas special. We needed to share this incredible holiday in Norway with you. And this has become one of our new traditions, right? Creating this show. And that's, that's the theme of this show. It's going to be about traditions. And as a traveler, coming in and experiencing traditions in another country whether it's Christmas or anything else, it's it's all new, it's all different, and you have a fresh perspective. So we're gonna get some fresh perspectives today from some friends of the show and maybe some family friends of the show as well. And of course, we're also going to talk to Anna Dorta a little bit later to hear what it was like for her to spend Christmas in America some years ago. We have uh, a few traditions we, we've we started, Anna Dorta. I mean, recording the show, is one of them. Uh, Of course, sharing this time with you as you're listening to this, and and you wanna set the scene a little bit so people can feel like they're getting cozy here with us and kinda cuddling up here with us as as we uh, share the Christmas spirit. Put
2: on your Christmas pajamas and (laughs) find your candy. Um, We're having a very nice fire. We have our Christmas tree up with lights, and it's decorated. We have um, lights. We have a, a Christmas star hanging in the window, which is very traditional in Norway or in Scandinavia. As far as a decoration. Yeah. yeah. It's like big, big uh, paper stars with lightings and hanging in the windows. We have stockings hanging uh, by the fire. It's cozy.
0: Very cozy. Yeah. And Just like
2: a Norwegian Christmas, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> it is. And this show has been such a great way to give me a chance to reflect on what it is that makes the Norwegian Christmas so special and even beyond our little starlight hanging in the window if you look out you'll see we we have we're fortunate to have the neighborhood Christmas tree which is a giant pine tree that is got lights on it and every year they do the Yulegrans tenning which is a ceremony of the lighting of the tree and they have a band and, you know, families come and people come to, to be a part of that. And that's been a tradition for us as well. And you took our daughter this year.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it was pouring rain. but <laughs> <laughs> Then the next day, it was but a then winter it was, Yes. Then it was just snowing and it's mm-hmm. been beautiful. Uh, but that's very common. Every, like, small uh, and big communities have a big Christmas tree normally in the center of, like... If it's a village, they have it in the the center where maybe a store is. Here we have it in the, where we live. And it's a tradition that we light the Christmas lights the first weekend in December
0: normally. If you're somebody who loves Christmas specials or holiday specials or just getting cozy with that type of thing, you can go back and listen to our last four years because we do something... Different every year, and we talk about some of these traditions, and, and we're going to touch more on a few of them today. But again, getting some different perspectives on on some of those. And you know, one of those traditions, Anadorta, is well, I want to mention two now. First of all, you should not press pause or stop listening to the show until you make it to the end, because there may be a little song for you that's oh, gosh. an annual <laughs> tradition. <laughs> that anna dorta just loves to share with you <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and i can tell as she's looking up and starting to think and just kind of rubbing her shoulder and getting a little comfortable because this is something that i make her do every year you're gonna have to stick around and listen to what that's all about if you haven't heard because I'm, I'm gonna make her do it she she knows she, she has no choice what do she has get to get for it? that you're you're going to get to be in this show. That's that's your reward. So that that's fantastic. And one of our other traditions Great. is well, listen when we record this, and, and, and we talked about how our Scandinavians are a little bit crazier for Christmas. Mm-hmm. That was that was the normal. I guess, normally, or what other countries are, relatively speaking. And we talked about that last year. And part of that, we talked about how Yule is kind of attached to everything. Yule, J-U-L, is Christmas in Norway. So to say Merry Christmas, you say Gu Yule, Mm -hmm. J-U-L. And one of the things that is our tradition or tradition across Norway is drinking the Yule Brus. Which is the Christmas soda. Soda. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And we, we were looking, one this, right here. We were looking this up the other day. This is something that uh, everybody in Norway drinks. I, it, we couldn't find stats for this year, but I think it was, I don't know, five years ago or something. They had sold around 3 million liters of this stuff in Norway. And it's got to be up to around five million now and there are five million people in Norway so, yeah
2: we're closer to six now, but at that time it's yeah there's a lot true. of y it's a lot yeah it's a lot yeah here. and and people have their rules we, I think we talked about this last year like yeah. but it's like you're not supposed to have it before the first of December but mm-hmm. it, it's the selling of it it starts earlier and earlier so now they start in October to sell it
0: well i'm I'm drinking a Ole. You're drinking a Yuda Bruce, but yep. we're sharing that. It's ice cold and delicious from our giant refrigerator, which is our balcony. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds sad. And we have a refrigerator, by <laughs> the way. We do have a refrigerator. And we're flipping the script here. Like I said, we're getting some different perspectives on the Norwegian Christmas. Our good friends, Jason and Kelly, were here over Halloween time yeah. in the fall. That was very nice they were selling the Eula at the stores. So we got some and we got them to taste the Eula because they've been listening to the, the Christmas Spectaculars. They wanted to see what the Eula was all about. And I wanted to hear from them what it was like. Somebody that never tasted it before had never experienced it as a tradition, what it was going to be like for them and what they thought of it. And they give, they even give a, a rating yeah. out of five stars at, at the end of this. So Listen in to some audio we recorded this fall with my friends Jason and Kelly, tasting Jurebrus for the first time. And then when we come back, we've got more traditions for you.
2: And by the way, can I just say that the testing of Juribrus is something that happens every year in Norway in the media it's a test of the different yule brews every year. I'm just saying. And <laughs> it's not only Jason and Kelly, that does
0: it? And the winner is always the one that we're drinking right now. Yeah, so, every year. Let's have a listen and see what they think of it. I'm standing here with my best buddies from the USA, Jason and Kelly.
1: Yeah, we are. Uh, it's a Christmas tradition for us to listen to the spectacular. Mm-hmm. So we're excited to maybe be a small part of it.
2: Yeah, we're here in Norway visiting after a little bit of a trip around Europe.
1: So we're excited to be in Oslo with the Moors and have a piece of their Christmas tradition.
0: It's never too early to start thinking about the Christmas spectacular. We are cracking Yulebrus for the first time. Go ahead, give us some tasting notes, take a sip, give you a minute to... They're 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 smelling the glasses.
2: Cream soda? Yeah. Yeah, smells a lot like cream soda.
0: I was thinking like an
2: A&W cream soda is the first impression on the nose. It's
0: interesting to get the American perspective here on this uh, Eulabrus.
2: It's actually a little less sweet than a
1: cream soda. I, I agree.
2: Pretty similar.
1: I'll try again. Quaffing? Yeah.
2: No, I like it. it, it it's very <laughs> much, yeah, I'd say it's very much like a cream soda,
0: just m- much less sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, less creamy or? A
1: little
2: bit, maybe more, uh, yeah, maybe a little more creamy. It doesn't have as much of that root beer finish to it, but it's actually pretty tasty. Um, you may want to note that I have finished my Eula Bruce
0: And uh, give me an uh, out of five star rating, what would you say? Uh, i'm gonna give it a five give, out of five yeah it's a pretty yeah. good tradition really okay yeah, yeah absolutely. i think it's delicious yeah, yeah right. Right. i i like as far as traditional <laughs> drinks and things go i mean for being something that we just like picked up at the supermarket right there wasn't it was yeah. it's good yeah, yeah. It's cool. <laughs> so there you go jason and kelly big fans of the eula bruce and The five out of five stars were you happy with that I'm very, very
2: pleased. <laughs> it's my favorite.
0: <laughs> food and drink is, of course, a big tradition, and we've talked on some of the other Christmas Spectaculars before about how much that's a tradition, not only in Norway but in your family with your mother cooking so many cakes and all kinds of Christmas food, and she just even
2: sh- brews her juleol like the beer. Yeah, yeah.
0: Making juleol and she makes it and stores it in the basement, and then all of a sudden she. It explodes this. in the ceiling and <laughs> yeah she she just all of a sudden like opens up the floor and comes back up with like you know eight liters of utilol i'm like where did you how did you even do that What's go so anyway there are different dishes that are more traditional in different parts of norway so we should just highlight the three main dishes so people can learn a little bit about what it is that people eat over christmas time in norway
2: the Def- First and the most popular one is called ribe. It's pork belly. Isn't it? That's what yeah. it's, yeah. Um, that's the most common to have with like sausages and meat cakes and sauerkraut and potatoes and all that. That's, that's what I'm grown up with, mm-hmm. which is very fat, but very good. Um, the second is called pindekjöt. That's chops of uh, sheep, um, which is very salty, and it's it used to be most common on the west coast, but now it kind of spread all over Norway because it's very very good. It's served most commonly with potatoes, and not really sure what's the English word, but it's um like a root like um cabbage. Root, maybe it's yellow orange and also very good. It's a very salty dish, but it's oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And you drink so much beer because you get so thirsty and it's so good. <laughs> and then, third, which is not good at all, um, it's called lutevisk, which is it's a fish, it's um, it's normally dried white fish, normally cod, maybe, and it's treated with lye.
0: Lye, yeah, Live. It's um, a
2: chemical, yeah. It's a it? chemical. It's a chemical. So it, you you put it in water, you keep it there for like up to a week, and it's a really odd thing to eat. <laughs> but a lot of people love it, and it's uh, it's one of the top thing to eat for christmas is in that Norway. more of a tradition on the west coast yeah west and north okay um but i grew up with like my grandmother that like really liked it mm. uh, or my grandparents and um my parents had it this december i talked to my mom and she she made it because my dad is kind of into it mm-hmm. and i think what people like the most is what you have with it. And with it, you have like mashed peas, you have uh, bacon, a lot of bacon. I think that's what my dad likes. (laughs) And you have mustard and potatoes and a lot of booze. Yeah, I mean, at that point,
0: just have some bacon, you know? Yeah,
2: (laughs) you can have mashed up peas and bacon. Yeah, have some mashed up peas and bacon. But that's, that's what people... Uh, have and uh, and it, it's very popular it's gotten more popular i think over the years and yeah. people come together just to eat this stuff right it's not my cup of tea though
0: it's so interesting how these traditions come to be and then they get passed on and for us you know we're we're celebrating old traditions with your family you're going to hear a few of those here in the next segment with my mom. She was here for the Norwegian Christmas last year and I did some recording with her so she could share her perspective on what it was like as a traveler coming here and experiencing those old traditions. You and I, Anna Dorta, are experiencing the creation of new traditions because we're a family now, we have kids, and also we could say we're melding traditions as well because we want to allow our kids to have both of those experiences the things that we kind of experienced growing up so for example Santa Claus came the the US Santa Claus came from America last night even down though the chimney. down the chimney of course we're heading up to visit your family here tomorrow up in rural Norway but we're still in Oslo so we wanted to have the Santa from the USA come right before we left, come down the chimney, leave some presents under the tree. And then my daughter would wake up and come out and see them in the morning, which is what she did this morning. And it was so sweet, wasn't it?
2: <laughs> it was very sweet. She had like, her mouth was open and her eyes were really big. yeah, And she was totally amazed that he had eaten up his cookie mm. and drink up the milk. yeah, And that he... Um, knew that her racer car that she used to have was broken and he got her a new one. That yeah. was very, very... <laughs> Did she say something about that? Yes. Oh, yes. okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was very sweet. She was so happy and just like we're clapping when she was opening some of the gifts. Yeah. It was very sweet.
0: Well, that was the feeling I had. And when I saw her come out and do that, that, that feeling of coming out in the morning, and seeing the presents under the tree, it's not really the way it's done in your family, but it's the way it was done when I was a kid growing up. So this is an example of bringing some of my traditions to my family. And now we're melding them together and creating these new traditions for them that won't be melded traditions. They'll just, it'll be their new traditions. And we're trying to give them, uh, my daughter and and our daughter and our son, the best of both worlds. So it's, a, it's really a beautiful thing, traditions. And We mentioned Santa Claus from the USA, by the way. There's a different Santa Claus figure here called the Yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Later on in the show, there's gonna be a throwdown between Santa Claus and the Eulanisa. We're gonna get the tail of the tape. That's coming up later, so you're gonna have to stick around for that. You're gonna have to stick around for this other tradition, this little song that Anna Dorta is going to sing for us later on. You'll have to hear what that's about. And right now, you can listen to a little bit of audio recorded from Christmas last year with my mom, where she discusses the traditions she experienced here in Norway that had an impact. So here's my mom talking about her experience celebrating Christmas in Norway last year. What was your expectation coming in? Of what Christmas would be like here?
1: Well, uh-huh. I really had no idea, but I just the words Norwegian Christmas meant that it was going to be really something special. Because you were going to be someplace you'd never been yeah, before. Yeah, and a Norwegian Christmas. Every time I tell people that I spent last Christmas in Norway, so I had a Norwegian Christmas, and they're all like, oh, that's so awesome. See the in the forest. So we saw Christmas carols. just like on the spur of the moment when you and I went shopping.
0: At a shopping center? Just yeah, but it was just
1: like so cool, you right. know, like they were just singing and beautiful Christmas carols. And then when we went up to Angerdahl, which is north of here, um, it was so perfectly beautiful with there's not a lot of traffic, so it was silent and the snow falling on the ground. It was just, like, magical. It was just yeah. magical. And one of the most beautiful things, I think, was outside of spending time with family, and they were so kind and generous to me, you know, and they, with food and gifts and um, their time. But the most wonderful thing was the tree that the community center the tree that they put up and then they
0: explain went around and explain that for because I'd like to hear you explain what that is. Well,
1: what I learned was they put the tree up specifically for this a tree that went almost to the ceiling, this beautiful tree and decorated it like two days before. And then they had the community came together and had uh, like a buffet of food, but they held hands and sang and circled the Christmas tree, singing Christmas carols. And it wasn't just one. It would be like for like a half hour. (laughs) And the kids, everybody. (laughs) And it was such a... uh, like a way to connect people in such a beautiful way. I mean, that was the most impressive thing that I said, I brought that back to where I, um, to to my community and said, you know, we should do that. It's a a beautiful tradition, you know. You really get the feeling that how important this holiday is. Christmas is very important to them in a way of, um it's a beautiful holiday the way it's celebrated and it's and it's a um a lot of ritual around it yeah. you know. I'm glad you got to experience
0: it and we're looking forward to it again yeah. this year but you're heading home you're flying back to the USA tomorrow right morning. So have a safe trip. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Thank you. And Merry I Christmas love, and happy holidays. Happy holidays. I love you too. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. As you just heard Christmas in Norway made a huge impression on my mom. And I think the thing that stuck with her the most was that community event that you have up where you're from, which is a rural area in Norway. And the community comes together and they do walk around the tree and sing and people bring food and everything that my mom just mentioned. It's really a beautiful thing and I'm looking forward to going back to that. You know, As I go to these things over and over again over the years, it doesn't just become... A thing at first, I think it felt like a thing that I experienced as a traveler, even though this was my new reality. It was still this foreign tradition that I was now all of a sudden a part of, and I didn't necessarily feel a part of it. And any traveler listening to this will know that. And you know, I'm sure you've experienced this when you've traveled. You're experiencing some tradition or watching some tradition, whether it's a big parade or a family thing or whatever, and you're a part of it. And you're there, but you're more of a witness. You don't necessarily feel like you are a part of it. But now, going back again and again to where you grew up and participating, I feel a part of it now, and that's a beautiful yeah. thing.
2: Yeah, that exact um, party, and it's most for the kids, is very, very sweet. It's a part of my traditions, like from where I gr- when I grew up. And it's now very, very sweet to see my own children going there and uh, be excited about the songs and the food. And that's, the Nisan is coming. Yeah. <laughs> sweet.
0: And the Nisan does come, and, and we're going to talk about what the Nissen is yep. and how the Nissen compares to Santa Claus. And later we're gonna going to have a little... To be it's going to be a dirty. Th- it's going to be a throwdown. It's going to be a throwdown. So I shared my thoughts around coming here and kind of witnessing these things and now being a part of them. And you've heard from Jason and Kelly, <laughs> their tasting of the Ulibrus and some of my mom's perspectives on being here. But what about you, Anna Dorta? You spent a Christmas in Colorado with me. And now that I've been such a part of this Christmas here and all of your family traditions, it must've been weird for you to just come to Colorado by yourself. This was early on when we were dating. And it, we just had Christmas, just you and me in yeah. my apartment. And we, I did kind of what I normally do, except we threw in some Norwegian stuff. I know you made the, the pork belly mm-hmm. dish, but what was it like for you? First of all, just, was that your first time away from home?
1: Yeah, for for Christmas, Christmas. yeah. How did you
0: feel coming over? Um, First
2: of all, I was very in love with you, which I still am. (laughs) Was? (laughs) (laughs) I am still. And it was great. I was so excited, and it was really, really fun. I thought it was very nice to just be the two of us, and to also be in Colorado. It was... It wasn't that far away from what I'm used to because it was winter, it was snow, and I got that feeling. It was really cold that winter. That's right. So it was actually colder in Colorado I think than it was at home. We you were very sweet, so you had like waited to get a Christmas tree till I got there and I got got there the 23rd of december so you had waited a long time because i know that it's very normal to get the christmas tree right after thanksgiving in america at
0: least in in our family we like to get it early so we can enjoy it for many weeks yeah
2: yeah we got the tree and we decorated it together and got a beautiful tree by by the fire it was probably the most peaceful christmas i've had it was just the two of us and it was also the first year that I made the Christmas dinner because my mom always do it. Mm-hmm. So when we're up in Engedad, where I'm from, it's, I'm not making the food, it's my mom. Yeah. Uh, so that was different. That I was in charge of the Christmas dinner, which was a little scary. <laughs> um, I remember
0: you being very nervous if we could find the ingredients and if you were yeah, going to do it right. Yeah. And it tasted really good, but you were very skeptical if yeah. it was actually good or yeah. if I was just lying about it, which I wasn't. It was good. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, because it did taste different than how I'm used to. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was. Did one it of my feel best Christmases? Yeah? yeah, yeah, it was very sweet.
0: That is sweet. Did you feel like you were having an American Christmas in some way? Or? I
2: don't really know. Like, for me, American... You don't
1: know what that is? Not really, right.
2: because we... I think when I think about an American Christmas, it's very... It's a lot, in a way. You know what I mean? It's you a lot. You guys should talk.
0: You look all. A lot <laughs> of
2: lights. A lot of kind of plastic. That's, you know, what yeah, I... Right. It's, the imp- yeah, right. It's a little bit over the Probably top.
0: Probably the Hollywood media impression. I
2: think... yeah. So, it wasn't that. We had, like, a very nice tree that was decorated. And we had stocking. And you had, like, bought a stocking for me. That was the first time I've ever had a stocking. Really? Because that's not something I'm used to.
0: Ah, okay.
2: uh, By the fire. And um, I think we, we had dinner and we watched a movie. And it was just you and me. And it was very sweet. So, I don't really know, like, is that common for American Christmas or is common um we had also in Norway it's normal to have the Christmas gifts on Christmas Eve but for you it's more common to have it the 1st uh 25th right? Christmas morning yeah, and yeah in my
0: family we we could do some stocking stuffers or things on Christmas Eve yeah. or like we would exchange gifts with each other if my mom got me a gift or i got my sister a gift or you know like like siblings would exchange gifts, cousins or whatever. Yeah. But the the Santa the Claus main gift, comes yeah. Christmas Eve and then you wake up and it's all there.
2: Yeah, so that's not what I'm used to. That I'm used to that Santa, uh, Nisse, Yudinisse yeah. is coming on Christmas Eve. He's knocking mm. on the door and come in with a bag full of Christmas gifts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So we do all that on Christmas Eve at night and then... The day after, we just enjoy what we got. Um, so we did it um, more than Norwegian way. We had we exchanged gifts on Christmas yeah. Eve. Yeah. So that wasn't like it wasn't like the Home Alone where you <laughs> get to the tree Christmas Day and yeah. open all the presents. So, but I really felt like I had an, a Christmas American Christmas experience. Yeah. Which was nice and maybe what I think is a difference which is maybe coming more common here too now is that you start earlier like uh, it's more common that you decorate earlier and earlier i grew up with like decorating the day before christmas eve like the 23rd is the day where we put up the tree and we put out the decorations and it's nothing really before that but now we have it earlier and I kind of prefer it that it's it's you can enjoy it beforehand um the only thing I don't like about that in America maybe is that the 26th or something then it's kind of over then it's all no, that's not true gone. because
0: we're going to visit my dad in Florida yeah, at the yeah. end of January and he's going to still have his tree up. They always yeah. keep it up through January. That's true,
2: that's true. But your your dad, <laughs> he is Christmas crazy <laughs> too. You should talk.
0: <laughs> so, your dad's Christmas crazy.
2: Oh yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> but it's just in the best no, way. Your dad's Christmas, no, your dad's Christmas crazy. My well, dad is stronger than your dad. <laughs> i <I'm kidding. laughs> <laughs> That's a joke here. You know. um, um, but uh, he's the exception, I think, because I remember that uh, I also spent i uh spent a christmas what what I would consider as a Christmas in uh, Philadelphia one time. I came the twenty seventh I think of December, so we had New Year's there mm-hmm. and then when I came, it wasn't much Christmas, really, yeah, it was kind of like over and done a little bit Mm -hmm. which is a little sad I think because Mm I at least I think Christmas should like last till New Year. This is where I
0: think in America it's it's a little more kind of independent based on how the family how each individual family does it as opposed to it being sort of the same thing across the country where here it's more homogenous in that way not in a negative way in, in just more of a traditional way that like you said there's three different foods and
2: no, it's more than that, but it's but, the most But, you know, for the most part, yeah.
0: a lot of people can identify with, with each other because oh, yeah. they, they yeah. know what each other is doing. Yeah.
2: and that's not the same in America because you don't necessarily have, like, you have uh, turkey uh, on Thanksgiving. Everybody's very that. set, but you don't have that for Christmas. Well, really. there
0: are some meals like that, and for some people, I guess it's ham, for some people, it's turkey. But with, I think, the smaller things, or even the meals, it can be pretty varied, in America, But it's cool to hear that you, you felt like you experienced a Christmas in America. And I also love the fact that you are open to incorporating my traditions as well, even though we're here. I know, but it's nice because even though we're here and we live here, you could be kind of like, oh, well, I don't want to put the tree up so early. That's not what we do. We do it this way. But no, you're open to it and you see the value in it. And it's really nice that we found this balance to be able to enjoy each other's cultures and traditions and bring that together and meld them together as a family and just kind of take the best of all of it. Yeah, which that's is fun. Fun, mm-hmm. right? And isn't that, I mean that's something you can do when you're traveling, right? You travel around you get to see what different cultures how they are or how people do things in different ways and yeah. you can take some of those yeah, things. Yeah, you take and the best out of it. You, take, you can take the best out of it and take it home and try to incorporate those things in your so life. So we
2: it's can a, have Christmas for basically two
1: Why not? Let's have
0: Christmas for two months. Well, we mentioned your dad being crazy for Christmas. He has about two hundred Nisa figures, probably little figurines that he sets around, (laughs) and he loves them. We talked about Santa Claus coming, and it got me thinking. And Dorta, which of these Christmas icons would? Win in a throwdown, or, or let, let's let's have a theoretical battle between the two. No, we're not. We're not going to like. They're not going to fight or anything like that. That that would be. Oh, weird, you mean kind between Yuleni and
2: Santa Claus? Yes,
0: Yuleniisa yeah. is the Norwegian Nisa, mm-hmm. and Santa Claus is Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a little tail of the tape. If you've ever seen a boxing match? They have the tail of the tape where they give the statistics and they talk about. what qualities they have, each of them, right before. So you can kind of try to see who's going to come out on top. Who's going to come out on top in the immortal words of Michael Buffer? Let's get ready to rumble! In this corner, weighing in. And roughly 30 kilograms, maybe a little less, guardian of farm and animals. He loves a pat of butter on his porridge. He's a shapeshifter, potentially. And the Norse meaning of his name might be dear little relative. It might not. We're not sure. The Yulanisa from Norway. (laughs) and in this corner hailing from the north pole he's known by many names saint nicholas chris kringle father christmas but you know him best as santa claus weighing in at a whopping 150 kilograms maybe not quite sure he's a pretty big dude santa claus (laughs) He should go to boot camp or something.
1: 150 kilos?
2: Oh, my gosh.
0: (laughs) Now, let's get into this. The tale of the tape between the Norwegian Yulinisen and Santa Claus. Let's start with the height. Yulinisa coming in at just under three feet, about 90 centimeters, somewhere around there. And Santa Claus kind of regular-sized guy, maybe average height, a little bit taller. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to give the edge to the Santa Claus here because certainly with those big black boots, he could probably stomp out the Yulnisa pretty easy.
2: That's true, but does size matter, though?
0: Well, we're going to find out in the next (laughs) category, but we're going to give the edge to Santa Claus here. Now, let's go Yulnisa versus Santa Claus. Wait. Pound for pound, I mean, we've got Yulani says small, right? He's small, but he's yeah. ridiculous. Very strong. Ridiculously strong, yeah. right? Yeah. Just crazy strong? Yeah. Just like a normal Norwegian. <laughs> 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 and Santa Claus, let, let's be honest, a little fat. Just like a regular American. Uh,
2: <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
0: Oops. That's not allowed. Uh, I guess A little lazy. Wow. I'm really anadorta Dorta speaking her true mind here and married to American nonetheless. Uh-oh. That's rough. That's
2: what my daughter would say.
0: We are going to give the edge to Nisa because he's small but ridiculously strong. And pound for pound clearly has an advantage he's over a- he's
2: a muscle man.
0: Santa Claus. Let's go with the beards right now. Both long and white, correct? Yeah. It's a draw.
2: I would say so. It's a draw. Yeah.
0: Temperament. Oops. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, if you want to get a hint of what the Eulonese's temperament <laughs> might be, you can just <laughs> listen to Anna <Aunt> Dorothy here. <laughs> Borrow my get, wife. She's getting riled up. She's ready to throw down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can. It's safe to say that Santa Claus is jolly, happy, friendly, he just ho, ho, ho all day long. Yeah, he's yeah. just a happy dude. He's he's, he's kind of like her son, just smiling all the time, easy going. That's true. And you, Lanisa? Yeah, I guess. Not he's, so much.
2: He's a little moody. Just like.
0: A little moody. I read on Wikipedia that he has been known to beat people unconscious <laughs> when he doesn't get a pat of butter yeah. on his porch, for example. Um, or
2: He knows what he wants
0: if he doesn't get things in a certain way, because his job, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, l- tell us a little bit about the Yul Nisa. He lives in a barn. Yeah, that's the Fios
2: Nisa. We have okay. different variation of, of the Nisa as well, but yeah, the most common is the Fios Nisa, Yul uh, Lives in the barn, protects the barn if the farmer is nice to him. Um, he's good with the animals. If the farmer's nice um, to him. But he do tricks if they don't treat him right.
0: Like tying cows' tails together. Yeah, yeah. I can. Mess I, I don't up know if I'd call beating things. somebody unconscious for not putting a patty a butter on your uh, on your porridge a trick. <laughs> but mm, no. apparently, little dude can get pretty angry. Yeah, can get very angry. Pretty angry if if he something doesn't sit right with him. So temperament, tail the tape. We got to give it to Santa Claus. I mean, jolly, I friendly. You know, I, I I'm a little. The Yulnisa makes me a little nervous. It's, little... it's
2: probably the diet of the of the Santa
0: Claus. Sounds like one of those little <laughs> dogs that just gets really pissed off all the time because it's small. You know, it's like, That's true. Uh, <laughs> well, we, we're going to talk about diet here in just a second. First, we're going to go to productivity. Productivity. Yulnisa, guardian of the farm. Yeah. Caretaker of animals. Mm-hmm.
1: He's working, a
2: responsible guy. Working himself nine, two, to the
0: bone. <laughs> working fun. He's little. He's strong. He's running around. I mean, you see Christmas cards with him. He's got wheelbarrows. He's pushing things around, doing things, taking care of animals. Shoveling
2: snow. and yeah. Shoveling
0: snow, taking care of things. Santa Claus kind of just hanging out, letting the elves do all the work, and working one night a year. Yeah. He's a little...
2: He's a little um, what do you call it? Lazy. Lazy. The
0: edge is definitely going to Eulanisa. Yeah. And the last category of the tail of the tape diet. Now, Santa Claus was here this morning, as yeah. we talked about earlier. He did house some cookies, pounded a glass of milk. He probably did that at every other house he went to early this year. No
2: wonder he's one hundred and fifty kilo.
0: Eulanisa <laughs> eating. <laughs> Grat, what we call in Norway, porridge. porridge. healthy, pretty yeah, healthy, pretty healthy. Um, you know, gives you good sustenance. Uh, gives you energy for all the work you need to do. Santa's kind of riding that sugar high all the time. Probably crashing, but he doesn't. It doesn't seem to affect him too much. You know, this could go either way because it depends on your perspective. I like to have a, a, a little health, healthy food. I like, if I'm working a lot, to have something that's going to stick to my ribs, going to keep me full. But I also enjoy cookies and treats and cakes and things like that. So, but I got to say this is a draw here. Yeah. A.D. I would say so. The winner of the throwdown between the Norwegian Ulanissa and... Santa Claus is do, both do, of do, them. Do. Both of them. It's oh, a draw. It's a nice. draw. It's a total draw and it deserves to be. They both have their interesting eccentric qualities and I love them both for mm. all the things they have to bring to the table. Just don't piss off that that Yudelneeson. They're the best. <laughs> uh, we talked about a lot of traditions today and i just want to leave you with two things first appreciate your traditions as if you're a traveler seeing them and experiencing them for the first time even if you're just home experiencing christmas i shouldn't say just home it's a wonderful thing to be home and experience the holiday season take a fresh look at your own traditions appreciate them Enjoy them. One thing that I've found just being here and recording this Christmas Spectacular every year and talking with you, Anadorta, about all the things that we do, it's made me hyper-aware of the things we do and appreciate them even more. So appreciate your traditions. Enjoy them. This year, whatever you do, feel them, experience them as if it was the first time. And I'm going to do that now. And I'm going to sit back and marvel at (laughs) one of our very own traditions. I'm getting goosebumps, because it's going to be like hearing this for the first time. My wife singing the Musa Visa song.
2: No. Really? Uh, Do I have to?
0: Oh, you have to. You have to. (sighs) Like, we have to put lights on a tree. Like, we have to go on one-horse open sleigh rides. Like, we have to open presents till three in the morning with your parents (laughs) like we have to eat 16 cakes and have coffee every day about 14 times a day you have to
2: well i'm doing it for my kids so they can make fun of me in some years and i'm only doing it for them and you i guess and the audience (laughs) so they can laugh have a good laugh i guess it's a tradition can't break them right you have to out of the up. best. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. No, 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 i no,
0: Thank you, Anna Dorta. Thank you for listening to our fifth annual Christmas Spectacular. Have a wonderful holiday season. Happy New Year. We'll see you on the flip side. Thank you again so much. And have a wonderful day. Cheers.